Welcome to the ugly truth. Step one, train the people only to consume. Step two, infiltrate adults with the news. Step three, indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use. Step four, separate the right from the left. Step five, separate the white from the black. Step six, separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more. Step seven, fabricate a problem made a lie. Step eight, put it on the news every night. Step nine, when people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situation. Design. They can't stop us, cause we're ready to fight, trying to brainwash us, but we won't let freedom die, the whole world's brainwashed. Everybody pick a team, start a riot in the streets, the whole world's brainwashed. It's us against them, and then you against me. We're with you, Tom. We will not back down. This is the ugly truth. Hard to listen to but impossible to ignore. That's right. Hard to listen to, impossible to ignore. Well, you know, this is a mouthful here with this, what's going on. So go ahead and give us a rundown of what you have here. And it, it's, a, it's a mouthful. So open your mind, open your ears, and let's listen to an episode that Andy put together. MK Ultra, the ugly truth. Yes, media mind control is another way to put it. So a few days ago, MK Ultra was trending on X. Now, it's no question that we've been manipulated through the mainstream media, social media, and Hollywood. But why is it trending? I found a report from Jesse Waters that may have kicked it into gear. Democrats want to make mind control great again, he said. <laughs> Hillary Clinton said we have to deprogram you. And so this weekend, the deprogramming officially commenced. Let's listen to Jesse. End of the Korean War. As soldiers returned home, the New York Times dropped the bombshell. Some GI captives fear converted was the headline. It was the government's biggest nightmare come true. American prisoners of war were coming home converted by communist brainwashers. The story kicked the CIA into high gear. Just weeks into his job as CIA director, Alan Dulles approved one of the biggest mind control experiments known to man. Codename, MKUltra. The goal was to manipulate the minds through electroshock therapy, hypnosis, even psychedelic drugs like LSD. And they picked their guinea pigs from military bases, college campuses, hospitals, prisons. Former crime boss Whitey Bulger described his experience as, quote, hallucinating, hours of paranoia and feeling violent, guys turning to skeletons in front of me. I saw a camera change into the head of a dog. I felt like I was going insane. These experiments lasted for two decades with hundreds of victims. Now... Democrats want to make mind control great again. Just the other day, Hillary Clinton recently said, we have to deprogram you. And this weekend, the deprogramming officially commenced. Martha Raddatz with ABC grabbed a few Trump supporters off the street, threw them all into a room together and observed them in their natural habitat. 
New Hampshire's primary results do appear to have cemented Donald Trump's grip on the Republican Party. So we sat down with three of his staunchest supporters in Allentown, Pennsylvania this week to see what drives their devotion to the former president. This is not a fact check on their beliefs. There's no changing their minds. They are the definition of diehard Trump supporters. The way Raddatz described Trump supporters kind of makes me expect to see a bunch of animal skin draped militia members with muskets and MAGA hats. We just saw normal Republicans who appreciated Trump's policies. Arthur Raddatz, whose idea of a Republican's Chris Christie on Sunday, was still stunned. They couldn't be deprogrammed. She admits she was just there to diagnose them. Here's this guy coming down the escalator. A rich guy, married three times, pretty foul mouth. What was it and what is it about him? Has he made mistakes? Oh my goodness, yes. But I do believe that his heart's in the right place for me. How many, how many presidents, how many politicians have come out on stage and hugged the American flag? That really means something to me. You said something that interested me, which is Donald Trump cares about me. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, the common man. I, th I really think he has a heart for the common man. I really do. The man says Trump cares about me, and Raditz says, what do you mean by that? A president who cares about Americans appears to be a foreign concept for a Washington journalist. Raditz prefers presidents who care about foreigners. And the interrogation continued. Having him elected back into office is the step that we need to take to fix, to make this country great. And what was wrong with the country? To me, what's wrong with the country is we're under financial tyranny, we're under corporate tyranny. What does that mean? Explain that to me. I mean that we're, we're overtaxed. It's hypertaxation. And you think Donald Trump can change that? And do you blame Joe Biden for for that? Well, it's, I don't blame Joe Biden. I blame his failed policies. Just because the S&P 500 is at an all-time high doesn't mean that gas isn't higher than it was several years ago. I run a restaurant, so the cost of beef went up 5 to 6%. Now, this puzzles Martha. A restaurant owner having an opinion about the economy in an election year. What do peasants know about the economy? Your opinion only counts if you have a PhD. Now what's next? You're gonna say gas is too expensive? Well, Jay Leno says, why should we listen to truck drivers about the price of gas? I think he's done a really good job with the economy, but you have people now who just, if someone says the economy's terrible, it is, this is one thing I love about America now, we're the only place in the world. If you go to Europe, we wanted to talk about the economy. So we went to the University of Economics Department. We went to a truck stop in Lima, Ohio. You know, here in America, you go to the truck stop, you talk to the guy, and hear what he has. Uh, I would rather have an expert, you know. Well, economists have predicted nine out of the last five recessions. Why wouldn't Leno listen to them? Lawrence Peter famously said, an economist is an expert who will know tomorrow why the things he predicted yesterday didn't happen today. So truck drivers and restaurant owners shouldn't be listened to or cared about. The experts will tell them how to feel. They say you're better off. You are? If they say Biden's a young man trapped in an old man's body, he is. 
we've all spent time with Biden. We've spent time with him. Per, I mean, yeah. three hours on photo lines, on three events a day, then giving speeches. Are you kidding? At 80 years old to be in that kind of health? Uh, I have no issues whatsoever. And by the way, I'm an old-fashioned guy. You know, I think Bobby mm -hmm. Kennedy said it best. What the world needs are the qualities of youth, not a time of life, a state of mind, a quality of imagination. That's Joe Biden. Did Newsom just say age is just a number? Because that's just a pickup line for old guys. What are these youthful qualities of Joe Biden? We'll teach Donald Trump a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the women in America unless you want to get the benefit. Now, if Gavin says those are the qualities of youth, don't believe your eyes. He is the expert. And when Biden gets heckled at every event, don't believe your eyes. They're really Russian plants. I think some of these some of these protesters are spontaneous and organic and sincere. Some, I think, are connected uh, to Russia. And I say that having looked at this for a long time now, as you, you know. You think some of these protests are Russian plants? These are plants. I think some financing should be investigated. And I want to ask the, the uh, uh, FBI to investigate that. Don't you see? Biden's really young and popular. And if you protest him, you're a domestic terrorist who the FBI will visit. So don't believe your eyes. Don't do your own research. Sit back and make yourself comfortable while the media spoon feeds you the approved storyline. You seem to trust journalists more than I do. I trust certain journalists, yeah. Yeah, I do. I, certain ones I do. Yeah. Not a lot. And Not a lot? I, no. And I'm, everything I read, whatever source, it's only half the truth. They print, they print the narrative. They don't print truth. That's a they, generalization, though. Well, it, it is, but it's because it's generally true. <laughs> By the way, that's they exactly print, what Donald Trump wants. What they, you just said is exactly what he wants. I, it doesn't matter. Don't trust, don't trust the reporters. Okay. Don't trust the journalists. Well, Hitler was a vegetarian. Doesn't mean I'm like Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, but, the, but they print the half that they want there that is going to make people like you who are partisan very partisan you want to read something that oh I, that that makes me feel good you hear that democrats would rather be wrong than agree with trump when trump says don't believe everything you read in the media the democrats don't say yeah i kind of agree they say you must believe everything you read in the media the democrats don't want you to have your own opinion because they're not allowed to have their own Democrats are scornful because they're jealous that you're a free thinker. They're projecting. I wrote about this in How I Saved the World. You have to save yourself before you can go around and start saving everyone else. The deprogramming starts here. These blue bubbles where everyone's gone insane. Well, I used to be a part of the blue bubble. I, w I was 100% a left-leaning person who lived in Los Angeles. At the end of the day, way more left than I am right. But California went nuts, man. It's gone like full communist. It's out of its mind. They ruined the city. I'm in the middle now. I'm in the middle. I'm in the I middle. Never w I never thought I would ever never, say that. Never. They're in a cult. They're in a cult. See, the American people really haven't changed at all. We like low crime and low prices, and we like politicians who listen to us and love the country. We always have and we always will. It's the left that's changed. And just because our minds can't be changed about what makes America great doesn't mean we're in a cult. It just means we're right and always have been. <laughs> That's right. It's because we're right and always have been. Do you remember when TV signed off at the end of the day? 
There was one program, or should I say message, that was consistent across the U.S. The national anthem was played. Have you seen the subliminal messages there, though? I don't have time to play it for you tonight, but I have the 1960s TV national anthem slowed down in a video on this article, the MK Ultra and the Ugly Truth. So go there and watch it. But what's happening is they're telling you, trust the government, trust, trust the government God, and obey, consume, obey, consume. All those words are, are hidden in the titles here. So you need to watch it. But one of the best documentaries that discuss the history of MK Ultra and how the entertainment history has industry has been weaponized against the population is Out of Shadows. It's an expose on how Hollywood and the mainstream media manipulate the multitudes by spreading propaganda through their content. We're going to watch just a clip because the movie's long, but I, and I had a hard time clipping it to the right length, but I got I to gotta share this clip with you. And we do have that whole movie, like she said, on our Rumble channel, as yes. well as on diggingdeepertv.com on On Demand, under On Demand. Correct. There is something about the way the CIA has been functioning that is casting a shadow on our historic position of freedom, and I feel we need to correct it. Senator Moynihan proposed a bill to dismantle the CIA. Thank you, Mr. President. Introduced it twice. The second time was 1995. Ironically, one year later in 1996, the CIA established the Entertainment Liaison Office, which was specifically penetrated into Hollywood, and Chase Brandon was actually co-wrote scripts. For example, The Recruit. Looking for high horsepower, high energy. Uh, very competitive people who are driven by patriotism and a sense of wanting to serve a greater cause. I am recruiting you. Would I have to kill anyone? Would you like to? So the CIA was and is in Hollywood, was and is contributing to Hollywood productions and that manipulation. The Recruit. Nothing is what it seems. As I started to wake up, I, I never actually considered that the CIA had an office in Hollywood. And I'm like, well, I see this. I see that. And I started putting feelers out like, does anybody else see this stuff? And not many people were awake. But the one person that I reached out to was an old colleague of mine, a friend of mine named Brad Martin. And Brad and I had similar careers. We worked our way up through the business together. And he, I'm like, hey, Brad, do you see, you've seen this, you've seen that. And he's like, yeah, for sure. And so that gave me strength. That gave me like, okay, well, I'm not alone in this deal. And uh, I'm going to keep looking. Let me just say this. Brad's one of the greatest stuntmen I've ever met. Probably the best. I'm a very physically creative person. I've been doing action for movies for 26, 27 years. I excelled at the action aspect of it, at the physical aspect of doing the fights and doing the gymnastics and doing the falls and doing the driving. I trained really hard and became one of the top stuntmen in the business. I started becoming a fight coordinator and then a stunt coordinator and then an action director. 
very few people have ever gotten to where I've gotten to, and I'm super proud of what I did. I mean, I had a very idealistic view of the movie business, and I've been disillusioned a few times. It feels very much like there's an agenda in every movie. I realized that it was more of a machine, and it was more of they just needed content to put out there for the masses. I stopped really watching TV. I stopped really watching movies. And one of the reasons why I stopped watching movies is I got into my research and what's going on in the world right now and all the corruptness and all of the plot twists of reality and I started realizing that reality is 20 times more interesting than Hollywood. I mean I was a Hollywood buff, I loved all of those movies but now they're just, they, they're meaningless because I know what's going on right now actually has purpose and has a meaning and there are consequences and once this story is told on what's happening in the world right now and, and all of the powers that be battling each other it will be the greatest story ever told. Like for instance I saw something on History Channel talking about how the CIA helped Disney buy all the swampland in Florida. Well, why on earth would they do that? His lawyers in charge of purchasing the parcels had served in military intelligence during World War II and knew how to keep a secret. And they used several different companies, none with Disney's name, to acquire the properties. Now I go down this rabbit hole of what does the CIA have to do with Hollywood, or at least with Disney. Washington, D.C. is definitely in Hollywood. I have seen documents of the DOD and the CIA writing to the studio heads, guiding them in certain fashion. There's a lot of things that people would talk about that are conspiracy theory, but there's some things that ring true with me. It's like, oh wow, that makes a lot of sense. Another program developed by the CIA after World War II was called Operation Paperclip. It's been depicted in many movies, including Disney's Marvel series. Operation Paperclip after World War II, shield recruited German scientists with strategic value. They thought I could help their cause. Operation Paperclip, and this is something people need to know because it has been so covered up and mocked and berated and claimed to be a conspiracy theory. And by the way, the term labeling people as conspiracy theorists was invented by the CIA to deflect any attention over the JFK assassination. They invented that word as, as a way to shut down any scrutiny or, or uh, this critical, critical uh, investigation of what they were doing. So they started that whole ball rolling. In terms of Operation Paperclip, there's apps, it is documented, there's absolutely no question about it. Alan Dulles, CIA director, was an associate of Heinrich Himmler of the Third Reich. So what Dulles proceeded to do when the Third Reich was brought down was he secretly brought all of the top Nazi scientists into the U.S. He falsified their files that he gave to Harry Truman, making them look like there were no war crimes. They brought these Nazi scientists into the CIA to work for the CIA, and that includes the human experiments they conducted on Jewish men, women, and children, and the psychological studies that these Nazi scientists had done. The CIA was using their expertise for these programs 
uh, through Operation Paperclip. And this was Nazi, much of it occult beliefs that the CIA adopted and actually put these people on their payroll. One of the programs that came out of Operation Paperclip was MKUltra. Now, MKUltra was a very complex program that dealt with human experiments and mind manipulation. As this 1952 CIA memo says, the aim is controlling an individual to the point where he will do our bidding against his will and even against such fundamental laws of nature as self-preservation. In the church committee, MKUltra came out as an actual program of mind control using mental, physical, and sexual abuse and psychotropic drugs. Lysergic acid diethylamide, LSD. It was one of the first times that anybody had run into a powerful drug that was different than anything else that they knew anything about. A decision was made at the highest levels of the CIA to do testing on unwitting Americans. At Ravenscraig, Dr. Cameron went further with drugs and electric shock treatments than any researchers in the MKUltra project dared. His aim was to wipe the mind clean. Then he would implant new messages by forcing the patient to listen to a hypnotic repetition as many as a quarter of a million times. This was called psychic driving. He would give the patient intensive uh, electric treatment. He would attempt to implant new ideas uh, in the mind of the patient. Now, to a layman, it would appear that Dr. Cameron was trying to take the slate and wipe it clean, the slate being the mind. In other words, brainwashing. Exactly, that's a very good comparison. Brainwashing? Yes. No. Good heavens. You're doing fine, just try to describe it. Oh, you just, you don't know, you, you want, you want to give yourself you want to give yourself such a How do you feel inside? Inside? I'm really inside. Nobody explained it to me. Nobody ever asked me if I was willing to do it or anything. They put me on sleep treatment. And now they kept you asleep for 23 days. And while I was asleep, they were shocking the heck out of me with electric shocks and playing tapes. Uh, Why are you it was really like a concentration camp. Why to feel that? You want to find them this way? You look that way. Nothing for you to watch here, but you're going to talk to me as we go along. They couldn't go any further because CIA Director Richard Helms destroyed all the CIA's MK Ultra documents, and they had to rely on coached witnesses. So they were never able to dig even deeper. What they got was bad enough. It was never terminated. There's no evidence that it was, it was ever terminated. No documents, no nothing, and not even an admission by the CIA that it's been terminated. How do you feel? I'm feeling better, thank you. Feeling better? Are you sleeping well? Yes, I'm sleeping better now. A good 
disable a whole city by putting a very small amount on a water supply. After all of these years of us, uh, uh, those of us who are involved in this, looking for this secret drug, uh, this was the only thing that began to look for the first time like it might be something like that. So MK Ultra was one of the hardest programs for me to wrap my head around because it's 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 a lot of subset programs, and I was really surprised that Brad Martin knew about MK Ultra. People think that research people are crazy for talking about MK Ultra mind control. Even if they acknowledge that that existed, they go, oh, well, that that ended in the 70s. That's a crock of shit. And perhaps the world's only hope of stopping a sinister assassination plot. The movie that I did involving that topic was Zoolander. The fashion industry has been behind every major political assassination over the last 200 years. I mean, at the time, I, I was making a comedy and I had no idea what I was involved with. But now looking back on the movie, I'm blown away at just the propaganda. Doesn't anyone notice this? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. In a movie like Zoolander, when they're showing you that they're controlling Derek Zoolander's mind through mind control, you realize that they're trying to desensitize you and to make you think that what you're watching is fiction because it's in a comedy. like a mass MK Ultra man. Their purpose is to capture the minds of the people and feed them false history. The CIA is funneling information into Hollywood. Hollywood is putting out, out in the movies and the population believes it. All right, so look, here's the deal. They have been desensitizing us since we were born. And I'll give you some examples. Let's start with the big one. Let's start with words we hear all the time and never even think about. Let's start with the word entertainment. To entertain. What does that mean? To bind or hold. To bind or hold what? An audience's attention. Okay, now let's take the word Hollywood. Where does that come from? Well, Hollywood comes from the holly tree. And the ancient Druids, back in the day, used to take the holly tree, make wands to weave spells, cast spells, or channel spells. And when they needed help, they would consult the magis or the mediums of the day to help channel their spells to the population. We'll cut to today. What do we have in our houses? We have these black boxes. What are they called? TVs. But if you stop and you say the word, tell a vision, television. And when you turn on that television, what do you get? What's the first thing that pops up? A list of channels. And when you turn on those channels, what's on those channels? programming they are programming you they've been programming your whole life you don't even know it they do it with your music they do it with your tv they do it with your movies they do it with your games they have been programming us and programming you since you were little and you don't even know it because you don't even question Starting in 1900, we entered a previously unimaginable time of modern technology. Advances that allowed the rulers of this world to construct and direct our stories in ways we previously never imagined. As a result, new techniques to control the population were realized. These are the people from the companies that we have trusted to deliver us our news and tell our stories. 
This has always been about controlling what we as the population think and hear. They help create our culture and influence our society. We as citizens only trust them because as a society, we think that the gatekeepers have our best interests in mind. The dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts, and it could be that while unemployment and uh, the the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think, and that is the that is if our you, job. Yeah, that is if our you job. Look at the issue, that is our job. Our job. As I was researching. I found that most of the early communication companies were developed for shipping or aviation. And a lot of the men that started these companies were commissioned by the military during World War I and World War II. Many of these men worked for the Army and Navy intelligence services along with the OSS, which we know became the CIA. There were many examples of these men becoming the heads or founders of some of the biggest motion picture and media companies before and after their government or military service. I wanted to know how many of the media companies in today's world connected back to Washington. So I started looking. It was like a family tree. The connections between our government personnel and the media corporations was unbelievable. Google, Amazon, Netflix, Twitter, CNN, ABC. So what would happen if all these companies had the same political ideology or agenda? We as this population like to hear people confirm our confirmation biases. We like to hear people tell us that we're right. We don't like to be wrong. And we believe that the people on the media and the people that we're listening to have our best interests in mind. The problem is, is what if they don't? So if you stop and think about it, they can place any agenda on the population that they choose. I think that Hollywood is teaching bad morals to the youth of this country, as well as adults. Desensitizing of violence to the masses. You can't deny that. My kids have seen so many people get killed in very violent ways. Three times as much gun violence now. And the, the sex that's in PG-13 movies. Why? Every Disney movie, there's a major character, usually a parent, that gets killed. Trauma to the child. Why? It's so horrible. What a bad story. Why do you need to start a story with a parent dying? Always. It's it's so sad. Under MK Ultra, they experimented on children. We were even taught this in psychophysiology program that if you get to a child between ages one and six or one or eight, with especially with sexual abuse or sexual trauma, you will split their personality and they will be imprinted the rest of their life. And many times that results in split personalities and disassociative behavior and other things. These occult topics are being introduced to our kids and most parents aren't even aware of it. So the biggest surge with this occult type material took place in the late 60s and the early 70s with movies like The Exorcist, Amityville Horror, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Halloween, and Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby. And coincidentally, this same time period, it parallels the rise of the Church of Satan in Los Angeles and it was founded by a guy named Anton LaVey. 
from our point of view, it really makes no difference whether you pray to a father god or to a mother goddess or to an entire gaggle of gods and goddesses. Michael Aquino was a high-level officer in the National Security Agency. Uh, he was and is, you'll see him today, a practicing Satanist. Uh, he created the Satanic Temple of Set, which he still runs. He was a high-level NSA officer. He's a member of the association I used to be in, uh, the Association of Former Intelligence Officers, AFIO. He's a member of that. He's plugged in big time to the intelligence uh, community. And he wrote a paper called Mind War. And Mind War was about uh, psychological operations against, po against populations, including uh, the American, the domestic population, using uh, Satanist techniques and tools. Aquino was first involved in NK Ultra operations during the Vietnam War as part of the Phoenix program. Well, first, I've been involved in intelligence and psychological operations for about 40 years uh, in all levels of it and across the intelligence community. You are a lieutenant colonel in the United States Army. Correct. Now, and how does the Army feel about you being head of the Temple of Set? The Army has known about my religion for um, the entire span of my Army career, which began in 1968. Mm -hmm. The Ar Army has paid uh, very little attention to it, the same as it would to anybody who was, say, a, a follower of Hinduism or of um, Buddhism or any other slightly unusual religion today. He was uh, occupied a position at the Presidio, which was a, a training facility for the U.S. government, uh, and it was uncovered that he was running a pedophile ring. I think 50 kids came out and fingered him as the guy that had uh, uh, done sexual acts on them as children. It went to trial. Uh, he, he walked from the trial. Um, uh, successfully because he had a good attorney despite the fact that there were multiple witnesses that said Aquino it, through satanic rituals had abused them as children there's no question that he's a practicing Satanist I had to stop it because we just don't have enough time to watch the whole thing but I want you guys to go out and watch it out of shadows it's on our digging deeper documentaries channel on rumble mm -hmm. you gotta watch it in the one of the points that I caught was that in order to be able to easily manipulate minds, get them early, mm -hmm. desensitize them early. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why Disney was so yep. um, instrumental. instrumental in that. So from the age of one to six, <clears throat> you have to get the kids, traumatize them early, is what they're saying they're doing, yeah. not us, them. Yeah. <clears throat> so we also went... Uh, just give you the shortcut, the easiest way to get to that Rumble video, because we have several channels on Rumble, is just go to diggingdeepertv.com, click on the On Demand, and then the, right above the search bar there is, it's called Documentaries. Mm -hmm. So diggingdeepertv.com, and then Documentaries. Yes. On yes. That's going to do it for The Ugly Truth. Let's close on out. And thank you for listening to The Ugly Truth. Because they can't stop us Cause we're ready to fight Trying to brainwash us But we won't let freedom die The whole world's brainwashed Everybody pick a team, start a riot in the streets The whole world's brainwashed It's us against them, it ain't you against me The Ugly Truth Hard to listen to, but impossible to ignore